1: Hey guys, Uh, Jeremy Lambert, Joe Holbert here. I know you guys are usually expecting uh, our our cold open and I promised to have a 15 minute video birthday package uh, with with the news of uh, Daphne passing that didn't feel appropriate for this. Um, We'll get to all that that stuff later. Um, As as many people know, Joseph and I are big advocates of, of mental health and it's, Tragic, what happened to Daphne, and it, it's a tough loss anytime in the wrestling world, and especially when it comes to something like this. And we thought it was more appropriate to open the show, uh, just discussing mental health, and just basically saying if you if you need anyone, if you need to talk to anyone, uh, I know I, I maybe I speak for Joseph, but feel free to reach out to either of us. Uh, if you, if you want to talk, if, you, if you're if you feeling down about anything, both of our DMs are open, and we're here uh, to talk about
2: things, and it's... I don't know, man. I, we so often, like, you know, we take pride in distracting people, and Tempo's mind's off stuff. This wasn't time for that, right? Like, this... Yeah. You're right. This show is a wrestling show, apparently, but... At core it is about mental health. It's why you went to the show, it's what the show means to me. So I don't know, man. Just you're not alone. There's always someone there for you. Man. Fuck man, it's brutal. Um,
1: so I our, our fan base has grown a lot over the years. I don't know how many people have, have heard me uh tell tell this story, but I I have I attempted suicide uh, many, many years ago. Fortunately, it didn't work. Um, But I've hit rock bottom. I've been there. I I got help that I've needed. Um, It's tough. It's, It's very tough. If, again, if you were in any type of position where you're feeling that way, you please, please say something I, and I know it's not easy. And if if you if you're not in that position, just reach out to people. You never know what people are going through. We we like to have a lot of fun, um, but you never know what people are going to going through. And you know, re- reach out to your friends. Send them messages. Send them love. And. Just, check check in on them royce the five nine has a has a song called strong friend have you heard that joseph mm-hmm. yeah that one like really hits me because you know the people who you think are the strongest like they need checking in on too so check in on your friends
2: everybody i do want to say and listen this is it's just real okay so is where is if i my voice sounds like shit is where is i ain't gonna hide it from you okay Is where is I don't want to lose Daphne in the whole message either. like an iconic character, very significant character. So you know, love to her family, her friends, fans, all that good stuff, man. It's just there's always someone. There's always someone.
1: Uh guys, we will we will start the show in in just a moment. And but right now we're we're just going to do a, a moment of silence. Uh we appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for uh, sticking with us dur- during this delay, and uh, we will we'll try to do what we do. Joseph,
2: <laughs> we
1: gotta talk wrestling.
2: It's a big week. It's a big <sighs> week. There's no good way to do this transition, right? I was There's just not, thinking
1: about that. Like, <laughs> I really, I didn't know what to, I didn't know how to transition out of that. And um, I will say, guys, again, I know I promised the 15-minute video packages of birthday messages. I promised a, a huge pop, uh, my birthday gift to Joseph. We're, we're still going to do that because you guys, I appreciate all the love and the chat. Thank you guys. Right now. I, I wanted to cancel the show. I, I, I texted Joseph. I said, I don't want to do it. I, I broke down during the Tony con media call. Uh, you see Joseph is, uh, <laughs> He's going, going through emotions right now. And it's been like nice
2: this for two hours, man. <laughs>
1: yeah, I I didn't want to do the show today, but I saw everything in the chat and everybody saying, you know, this is something we need right now, and and sending us love and everything. So the least we can do is again try to do what what we do. Um, we got some super chats. Uh, JJ says. Hello oh, the favorite big stars. Thank you for everything that you both do. Thank you for all the great distractions. Love you both and the community. Thank you, JJ. Uh, the head of PR, top guy, absolute top guy. We love you, JJ. Thank you, buddy. Um, Bud Ryan says, thank you and this community for all the laughs and friendship. Lost my dad on my birthday last Sunday. Being in the chat, popping y'all has helped me a lot. Bud, I'm sorry, buddy. Thank you for all the graphics and everything you have done. For this show, uh, you helped promote this show more than, more than anyone that's not actually on the show, uh, over, over this I mean,
2: more than us, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I did a lot of promotion for this, Joseph. I did a lot of promotion, but Bud did, Bud did put together a lot of graphics. Some I asked for specifically, some he just messaged me at like five in the morning. It was like, Hey, I couldn't sleep. Here you go. So, so thank you, Bud. And I'm sorry for your loss, buddy. Um, but, but thank you for all you do. Um, all right. What all outs this, uh, this weekend, Joseph, I'll be there. CM Punk will be there. That's, that's the, that's the rumor. I think that's actually confirmed. Daniel Bryan will be there. That's the rumor. That's the report. Uh, Drew. Thanks buddy. For, for everyone. You're all amazing. Love to all. Thank you, Drew. Drew a, a big friend, a uh, big supporter of the community and just another just top guy. We have so many, so many great people in this community. Thank you guys. Um, all out, Joseph. <laughs> what's what's funny is we did a stream on our patreon last night, and we you asked, you asked myself, and shoot, top three matches you're most looking forward to. And I gave one, and then I had trouble with the next two. But we spent like 15 minutes talking about Andrade and Pac and what it meant for uh, Andrade and like his AEW progression and his career and everything. And literally, like five, 10 minutes after this discussion, there was announced that the, the match is off due to uh, travel restrictions. And now. Things have shifted. They did the 10-man tag and put that up there, uh, or, and, and the buy-in. They set that up last right. night. Um, this is all to set up. How disappointed are you that, that Bud Matt is not going to be on this show? Well,
2: everyone tweeted me. Matt did this pose, which was like Bud's yes. Messiah thing. Yeah, And everyone end it to me and tweeted me, and I got very excited. And then it was just – he showed off on the graphic. He just does that. That's his pose. So yeah. no one informed me of this. But no, – no, <laughs> I have to say it was funny because I set it up as if one of these matches was cancelled right now, which would be the three you're most bummed out about, right? And, you know, it, that actually happened, which is a shame. But All Out looks incredible, man. On paper, I think we've got takes on the build, which I think at this point that is what it is. Like, the go-home felt more like maintenance than giving anything any huge heat, you know? So, it, you know what the build is. That's what, that is what it is. In terms of the card, though, I mean... It's probably the strongest card they've produced, I would say, right because you have the mystique Don of believe so he does okay yeah. you know you have the mystique of punk too so it's there's a lot there's a lot to be said for it for sure I mean i'm I'm very excited frankly in fear of circling back because I want to do that it's the one thing about pro wrestling, man it's it's brutal it's it's legitimately hard to cover up like sometimes but it, there's always another show right this our schedule doesn't slow any like. You know tomorrow night there'll be rampage and then Sunday'll be you know you smack down whatever you want to watch, I don't know. But there's always you know, we distract people, which is nice, but the actual wrestlers themselves are gonna do it. And Friday, or sorry, Sunday is this this be real, Jeremy. This needs to be a, a hit for them. I think there's gonna be new viewers. I don't know if they're gonna buy it, they're gonna watch for other means for sure. I think people are gonna try and tune in for CM Punk, and they need the other guys to stand up and do their deal. So I'm confident. The match I'm circling more and more as it comes, both in terms of result and match quality, is the Bucks and Lucha Bros. You know, with last night's result, the Lucha Bros' winners feels like a real possibility, which I think is why they did it. They want to get you more convinced the Lucha Bros can win. But the idea of those two teams in a cage, you know, after after doing an 80s angle last night where tr- guys' baby faces are trying to get in, it feels like they're going to do a modern cage match with a whole lot of crazy stuff. And I'm intrigued by that. I'm not going to dismiss it. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm very excited I'm intrigued how it's formatted and laid out so that you guys in the live crowd don't get exhausted. Like, what do you put first, second, that whole deal? But mostly as a fan, I'm just looking forward to it. for some great wrestling, man. That's, you know, it'll be long, but it'll be great, I think.
1: Uh, I'm leaving the show after Kingston and Nero. Like, once that happens, don't really care about anything else. Um, That's my main event. Punk can be on after Omega, Christian, KJ, whatever. If that match opens the show, Joseph, like, I'm gone.
2: Just going to get that pre-show match and Miro and Kingston. (laughs) I don't think it feels like it will be. I think it'll be pretty high because the style they work won't need a sort of rabid crowd, right? Right. Because they're going to take it slow. I think Miro is going to beat Kingston up for a lot of that match. And the the idea is that eventually when it's time, the people are going to slowly start coming up with the Eddie chance and that whole deal with Kingston will slowly get his way back in. And then, you're gonna get this DDT false finish, right? I mean, he's gonna they're gonna do something with that. I really think Lana is the finish of that match on Friday. I'm convinced really? of it. I think you're gonna get a deal where Kingston actually has him beat, and out comes Lana for like a actually you know, low blows Kingston. And I think the Chicago crowd would would go crazy for that. I mean you know there would be real heat in the building. So I think that's where we're headed. Um but I'm, I mean, like you and I are the same in this sense, probably for different sides of the, you know, the coin. Almost, you're that you want to see Miro most, and I'm a Kingston glad. But these is two guys that, frankly, I think, and this is maybe a hot take. I don't really know. I don't care. But it's to me, they're two of the most complete guys in the business. Man, like, fuck, Miro is such a great character now. He's selling. He everything's clicking with Miro. He's the guy that we all thought he could be, and Kingston is just. Like, he doesn't miss in these big big spots for them, man. Like, he has been such an addition. I really do believe, and I've said this before, I, I really think, Jeremy, that AEW's identity was solidified by Kingston's acquisition and arrival. Like, he, to me, represents a lot of what that promotion, in its idyllic form, most idyllic form, it, they symbolize. So that match is awesome. I hope they get 10, 12. They don't need any more than that, frankly. I just hope they get that much, uh, which I think they will, but... If they go Hello. under
1: 12, I'm calling the police.
2: Fair. Now, do you think there's a chance of a title change? Because you and I, I think, are both being like, no, but there's a lot yeah. of people that seem to put themselves into it, which is interesting to me.
1: I don't think so. I mean, you know me. I think Miro should just hold the title forever, and then he should beat yeah. Hangman Page whenever he wins the title the, the week after and take his title. Um, I don't think they're going to do a title change here. I, It's possible, right? Like, Mm -hmm. no one's gonna complain if Eddie Kingston has this title. Miro's on such a run right now that no, like, it's not a knock on Eddie because Eddie can lose, cut, cut one promo and be right back in the game. Like he he's fine. It's not a knock on Eddie that, like, oh yeah, he shouldn't be the guy. One, it's a it's kind of a knock on this feud a little bit. I'd like a little bit more build to it. They've only cut one promo on each other. (laughs) Like they've done like two angles. Yes, Miro called him out. Eddie's only done one promo, and what a promo it was, <laughs> by the way.
2: It was like, like 25 seconds long, too. It's yeah, uh,
1: an insane promo. And Miro's promo was, I pop. Like, you're right. You, we might get Lana. I pop every time this man is like, I'm going to lay down for my wife in a hotel room.
2: Right. And so, this is the thing. So, the pal Romeo says, and he's a very fair comment. He says, Is anybody else nervous about him, you know, CJ Tamiro's act? And I completely get it. The one thing I would say to everyone is, this is not going to be what you've seen them do in WWE. Yeah. This is a guy whose character so regularly references his hot wife getting his hot wife by his side. And I think they could be cool and awesome as that. I could now if you you fear it, bro. I completely understand because they did a lot of bad TV up there. I get it, but it's a different thing, it's a different format. And then here's the thing, too. She doesn't have to be on TV every week, but it's just part, she's part of the world they've built, right? He references her in every promo. It seems silly to me not to use it. Now, what I will say is. The short build makes me think there is a chance that this is really just the start. And with New York around the corner, if you get a Lana finish, I would not be surprised at all if you get a New York Street fight or something after Ash. I mean, there's a lot of ways you can do this. Kingston, I think, would be a really good TNT champ for a short spell. He's not a long-term, you know, Darby Allen style six months of having the best match every your week, by no means. But he can have some compelling matches and then you transition to it to someone that needs it more. Because the only way I will say that Miro is... If when Kenny drops that bell, it feels like you're going to need to get Miro ready for like a pay-per-view main event. When he, Like, you know, Hangman's going to need heels to work. MJF, to me, feels like the next champ. But you're not going to just drop it straight, right? So like, I could definitely see Miro, and they think this far ahead, guys, as crazy as it sounds, I could see them wanting to get Miro away from TNT type just to get him ready to challenge for the big one. Um, I You know, I could be misreading that, I don't know. But, and the beauty of this match is, as you said, like, don't we all agree the right decision is Miro winning? But if Kingston wins, we're all gonna pop, right? Like it's yeah. whatever.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't think they can go wrong with the with the winner of this match. And you're right. Like if Lana comes in, I think that gets genuine heat and not like go away heat of oh no. Like I understand people's uh concerns of, of Lana coming in there and they think it might be WWE. But yeah, like you said, she's part of this world now. She's part of this act. She doesn't have to be there every week. She's about to go film this real life. Maybe they've already filmed it, but uh, like, I think that's where where her like real ambitions are, and I, I think that's where she'll she'll mainly be. And then Miro can reference his hot wife doing reality television, and they're bringing in two paychecks and stuff. Like Miro, Miro will make it work, and I think Lana will, will make it work as well. This act is, is completely different. I, I'm pumped for this match. Everything else on this card, straight garbage.
2: <laughs> where are you at on the christian kenny deal? So you were there for the first one we obviously yeah. we all loved that match it was a great match yeah, it was great but where do we like i must admit i don't think they've done a particularly i think they've done a good job of keeping it steady they've kept it on and they've done like you know some neat video packages and they've told the story but i, don't, I, I think it would be fair to say they haven't like heated it up tremendously is that fair it's tough because
1: they don't do like a lot of rematches and stuff. And of course they're doing right. Garcia and Darby again tomorrow night. Um, but because they don't do that, um, th- this feels weird because of it. And I feel like they've struggled after the, the first match to mm-hmm. to kind of, even though Christian won, I feel like they've struggled to, to elevate it to like another right. level after the, the
2: first match. And think, by contrast, sorry Jeremy, just quickly to add to that yeah. point, by contrast, MJF and Jericho, in the, to their credit, they have had that they have that stipulation, right? Yeah. None of us really believe Christian's going to win the AEW title, but I think, even though I think Jericho's going to continue to wrestle and going to win on Sunday, you can a lot easier convince yourself he's retiring, right? So they've done a good job of adding a layer to it, even though I'm not too really excited about match. I agree with your point, but carry on.
1: Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not excited about Jericho and MJF either. Cause we we've seen it. The stipulation does add a different element. And I mean, Jericho has said like, you know, he likes to do crazy things. Would he do this? Is he this crazy to be like, I'm done. This is the end of my AEW in ring career. I don't know. I don't know about that. Well, I guess we'll find out on Sunday, but Jericho's very good. I will say this, even though I'm not super interested in the match, Jericho is good at like selling this kind of stuff. Right? At least to me, like I I believe that Jericho because him just saying like I like to do different things and I like to surprise people. That is very much Chris Jericho. Yeah. Jer- Jericho likes to zig when, when others zag. Remember that game, Joseph? Um he very much likes to do that. And so that's almost sold me on, man, what if Jericho does lose this match? I don't think he will. I think M- I think MJF is losing. But he's kind of talked me into him, Jericho, that is potentially losing this match. As far as Christian and Kenny goes, it really just feels like they're saying, we're just going to have a better match than we did at Rampage because there's no TV restrictions and we're just going to go out there and kill it. But there is no element to me of like Christian actually winning. I thought for the longest time they were going to add a ladder to, yeah. to this match. And unless it's a last minute thing... Doesn't look like that's happening. I do think this match needed a little something extra since we just saw it, and it was a great match, mind you. Right. And, and I expect Sunday to be a great match as well. I'm just not sold on the idea of, of Christian actually losing or Christian actually winning this match.
2: Yeah, I, don't, I can't disagree with that. I think it's very interesting that two of the marking matches on this show of rematches from the last few weeks that is very on aw and i think it's saying they need to be very wary of especially with a with you know a guy like jericho who there's a lot jericho can bring to wrestling still he is not a guy i think any of us single out as like a uh, match of the year candidate guy anymore right and, and you know max isn't that really either so having those to do a rematch i think is more questionable than christian and kenny but again, as I said, at least they've got the little stip to, you know, as, as a bit of spice there. It would be interesting. It's interesting to me, neither of them have like a gimmick to go with the match. You know, I thought they maybe do a last man standing or just, steel cage is the only gimmick. Am I, am I missing saying that's the only actual like gimmick match?
3: Obviously, yeah, about royal, yeah, but, yeah.
2: royal, but yeah, as yeah, far as it's, like it's, it's interesting. I, right. you know, Reese mentions Jim Ross, and the thing with Jericho is there's a whole lot of reasons to dislike Jericho. I get it. Um, and I wouldn't blame anyone that doesn't care. There's so much power, though, in how long he's been on people's TV screens. So when he comes out and gives Jim Ross that hug, like, as much as us as cynics that live every day and we see their Twitter likes and we, you know, like to the general I, person, i home it, man,
1: some a Chris Jericho's
2: Twitter likes recently. I got a V trigger him. Oh my, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, you know, it's a powerful image for a lot of people. They have watched him for 20 years on TV, right? Like more than that, 25 years on TV. It's there's a lot of emotional weight in Jericho's promo last night. I'll be honest, I thought at times it felt like he was trying a little hard. Um, he was not as naturally emotional as I was at the start of this show. So, Chris, if you're watching, DM me, I'll help. Um, no, but he, you know, he he was trying to capture that and he did a good job of it. It was a good promo. MJF's promo was f- incredible. I mean, it was really spiteful, like horrible, visceral stuff, yeah. but it was, I mean, it was perfect and it was. Sometimes Max takes the low-hanging fruit, and I think you could argue that Ali is that because it's easy heat, right? No one wants to hear people doing shit about Muhammad Ali, but at the same time, it was so rooted in competition and spite that, like, you kind of had to you had to tip the cap to it as a heel promo, right? Like, anyone watching that would be like, fuck this guy. <laughs> like, it was, and it, you know, and that's what he's going for. And I'm not going to say I'm excited for the match, but I think, to their credit... If they, have, if they have to do this match, which, again, they didn't, full disclosure, but I think they've done the best job they can over the last couple of weeks. The, the retirement stipulation adds drama, and the promos have been great. Last night's show was an old-school go-home in a lot of ways because although you had the Hobbs and Cage and the FTR matches, these kind of feud matches, it was about the promos, right? I mean, it really yeah. was. I mean, you had the you know you obviously had the punk segment, all that stuff. Sting's big promo, which we should get into. Um, it was a promo show last night, plus a couple of feuds getting their, their own match, right, basically.
1: Uh, I'm gonna read some super chats and then we'll talk about the the sting promo and kind of punk stuff and uh, a a dragon potentially appearing. Taylor Wilde and Abyss versus from CM. Taylor Wilde and Abyss versus Daphne and Raven will always be the first bit of TNA I saw as a kid. Thought it was crazy. Such a such a sad day. Daphne was great in TNA, great in WCW. She the WCW act with Crowbar and David Flair. Like, an underrated act. It certainly won't... People aren't going to go back and be like, oh, yeah, this was, like, high art right. television. They
2: made the most of just some garbage. Yeah, it was... And that was, you know, the the phrase I used earlier. Maybe it sounds hyperbolic, but didn't, they haven't seen that TV. But trust me, to be a memorable act in the time that they were a memorable act was a feat. I mean, that was not, you know... There wasn't a whole lot of good TV then, but they made the most of it. And Daphne was such a unique character at the time and way ahead of her time. Like, you know, and it's just... it's. Uh, the reason we went the way we did is because of our own experiences and our own outlooks and like it is important again to see that drama of like, you know she was very significant. You know it was there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons why people are connected to this story. She was a great TV character, man. She really was. You know, and she was so different for the time. But yeah, you don't need to go back. To that. I don't want to cry again. But you know, you get what I'm saying.
1: J.K. Shaw says, uh, stopping in while I work in the, the hospital to say happy early birthday, chief, and be filled with HFL-themed shoot Pepsis and three-hour streams on Patreon. Jeremy, see you in Chicago. All, are you going to be in Chicago, J.K. Shaw? V-Trigger you. Let's go. Music and Moonsaults, our buddy Chris says, love you guys, everybody in the Distraction Universe. Take care of yourselves, people. Yes, please, please, everyone, take care. Um, again, reach out. You need to help. A lot of Super Chats. Guys, thank you for, for all the support, and I know uh, a lot of it has to do with our, our earlier topic, and I want to make sure everything gets, gets read and we'll continue to give proper time to that. Uh, Tobias Ouesita says, thank you both for building this great community. I appreciate you both and everyone in the chat. More than you could ever know, all hail together. Tobias Ouesita, you're a great man, even if uh, you dropped the AEW from your name. Frank Aguilar said, I've struggled, struggled with depression since I was seven. You guys always help distract me, pun intended, when I'm feeling down. Thank you for replying to my DM the other week. Love you guys. Thank you, Frank. Another just – we've really done – and this, this is not fully us, but uh, the community that we've helped create, it's a really great community. And, you know, I, if you've never talked to anybody in this community or you're afraid to talk to somebody – in, in this little community, uh, don't be like we we message with people regularly, and everyone is is just good people, all helpful. Just, you just they just want to banter, they just want to have fun, just like us. So if if you've never if you've never talked to JJ or Kylo or Frank or Chris, talk to them. Talk talk to everybody.
2: He's very cool, you know. And I try my point. Anyone that DMs me, I respond to him because, like you know. They just watch our dump show, right? It's friends vows, really, at this point. It's, it is. I, I appreciate it. That's very cool.
1: Uh, Josh Baker says, It seems uh, likely that Lana has been helping him craft this character the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Very possible. Um, Eric Z says, Love this community. Uh, what a close. I don't think punk because of one of the complaints before, but Kenny and Christian doesn't do it for me unless we get Brian. And that's why I think Kenny and Christian does close because I think Kenny's winning that and then Punk, uh, and then we get Brian. You yeah,
2: know, that's interesting. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I have faith in Christian and Kenny working, um, you know, into it. But I just, I have to say, I I'll be. I, I, and that comment is correct. Like, I think Punk would be very fearful of being a hypocrite in that regard. But, like, it really feels like Punk's the main event, dude. Like yeah. whether he's on last or not, I have to be honest with you, I'm not a big Derby guy, and I was never a Punk guy. And I think it's the main event by far. <laughs> like there is such an intrigue to that match. I ca- I actually can't wait to see what Punk looks like. Generally, I cannot wait, and I'm pretty, I'm quietly confident. Not even quietly, I'm doing it on a podcast. I'm bullish on Punk. I mean, he's gonna have a very good match. And I think he's gonna really adapt. Um, and even if it isn't very good, I think the crowd will make it, you know, entertain him. But It really feels like the main event by a distance, man. I mean, it's just – and what's crazy about it is there's the build. There is no build, right? It's just he's the guy that called Punk out. We're going to do this match. And you saw last night, Jeremy, what I talked about last week, which is they don't want to create too big of a conflict here, right? Like They don't want to – if you've got CM Punk fans that haven't watched wrestling in seven years, you want them to come in and be like Darby Allen's the man. You don't want him to be a dick to CM Punk. You want it to be like a friendly rivalry. Which obviously yeah. in Winter Bay now Sting. I mean, my God, what a perfect usage of Sting to set the table. That's it. perfect.
1: Hey, are you sure this is a good use of Sting? You don't think like you know, throwing statues into to garbage? Uh... I
2: loved it, man. It was, it was put, Like he's like Darby's dad, you know. Yeah. <laughs> But Say,
1: I'm going to stay like, out of this. You two kids, settle this on your own. Right? Like you It know, was funny. Come inside, Come inside for some cake and uh, some juice boxes afterwards, and we'll get along. We'll watch some TV. But for right now, you guys just need to hash this out yourself like men.
2: I think it's interesting. I don't know what – you never quite know what audience is watching it, right? So, like, I do think there are people that watch AEW that didn't watch all of Punk's main event run, right? I think that's possible. You know, I'm probably – I fit that bill probably to some extent. How, mu- how much does it make Punk seem even more special when Sting is like, man, I always want to cross paths with you? Like, and he puts immediately, and this this is fair because Punk was a mega star, so I'm not saying it was a stretch. What I'm saying is immediately establishes Punk as a Sting-level icon to anyone that's watching that show. And I think most people get it anyway. But then that brings the match up as a result, right? Like the idea that Sting has always wanted to cross-part. I mean, granted, he said going to sleep, which is an ideal. Um, he also got his own name wrong. He said the Stinger death drop, which I'm pretty sure is <laughs> Scorpion, but you know, it is what it is. Um, He's changed the name, whatever. Can, yeah, who cares? Yeah. Sting, right? Yeah. Sting became a good promo somewhere in there in TNA. And I don't know if that's a big enough topic. There he is. Yes. Sting. Stang. Who was a character on this show for months before he ever was back in wrestling, by the way. Remember that? He was, he was.
1: <laughs> I had the, the face paint. Yeah, I had the little toy that's, uh, I think, in my closet right now. But now I've got the little mini figure here that, that sits on my desk. It's the only wrestling figure I have on my desk. A little Sting thing.
2: Um, so there you go. So look, just that point, where in the chat says, I didn't watch any of Punk. I stopped watching off WCW. So He's a perfect example of someone that probably was like, if he didn't believe before the punk was a big deal when Sting says some shit like, I wish we could have shared the ring, but we're here now. My God, I mean he's you know, that's an icon, man. Sting's he's staying, for goodness sakes. We know the deal. Were
1: you surprised that they did the GTS last night instead of saving it, teasing it during the match and mm-hmm. people having the anticipation of oh, it's his first one since 2014?
2: I, my instinct—if you'd have asked me before the show what they should do—I would have said don't let him get physical until the, the pay per view. After seeing it though, I think it was the right play. I think you know you have because because of the reason we talked about last week with Punk just being like he's just being himself, right? I do think they needed to do some physicality because otherwise it would have just been like he comes out every week and he's like, "I'm happy to be here." Derby's cool, you know. He added, he added an edge, and by the way, he was. Fired up, man. I mean, he when he was yeah. throwing those punches in the corner, he was kicking the shit out of, of – um, I forget their current names. I'm sorry. They changed them a lot. You know, the 2.0 guys. Bless them. But he was punch- – and he was blown up after he was going so crazy. Now He was fired up. He's he's rearing to go, Jeremy. He's really rearing to go.
1: That is what I'm worried about, though, is yes. <laughs> I'm worried about <laughs> his his gas tank on Sunday. And this is why Darby is like a good first opponent is because Darby will just fling himself around so Punk doesn't have to expend a ton of energy. But he's gonna come out. That adrenaline's gonna be pumping like crazy, like probably more than his his first promo. And he's gonna he's gonna go through. And Darby, like Darby, don't slow down. That's the thing. Darby and Kyle, like, all right, grab a hold, slow it down here for a second. Like Darby's gonna make him work a little, and that. Punk's gonna, Punk might have issues with that because it's a difference. I'm sure Punk's been training, Punk's been working out and everything. I'm sure he can run uh, 20 miles today, no problem. Big difference getting in the ring
2: and and, uh, especially with nerves, right? And he's made, he's nervous. And I I actually like that he put that in his promo. I like that he added the kind of sports element of I'm wrestling seven years. This could be the end. It felt like a fighter's press conference. I I loved all of that stuff. Um, I also really enjoyed the visual of those two going face to face and it was this weird generational moment of fuck like punk is now the status quo right like punk now looks like the normal wrestling star opposite derby like you know, once upon a time punk would look up at a guy like batista or cena and he'd be like oh you know they would sit there and say he doesn't fit and he's like i mean he now feels like a standard top guy compared to derby and why i like that isn't a criticism why i like that is because to me you know Punk kind of set the stage for a guy like Darby. If you really think about it, right, Darby can be a top guy in pro wrestling, rightly so, because if you're talent, and, you know, same for Jungle Boy, whoever, these guys aren't built as traditional top guys. Punk's part of that story. Same with Brian Danielson, who apparently could be there on Sunday. <laughs> it's special. It's, it's it's It really is kind of wild that not only have they got two of the biggest stars the last 20 years, but they've got the two stars that perhaps most – encapsulate what AEW is supposed to represent for better or worse, man, whether you like it or dislike it, they're kind of AEW is kind of this idea that like, oh, forget those, those ideas of the scout and report where the guys look or they stand the next thing. Right. Like we talked about Eddie Kingston earlier. We did get the deal with Eddie Kingston. It wasn't going to happen for him up there. <laughs> <Could you laughs> do a gonna... role. What are you going to do? Right. And, and AEW its best represents the idea that, well, if they can do wrestling, they can fit here. You know, and that's where you see Nick Gage doing a TV main event. Brian and Punk are the ultimate <laughs> of that. And Darby is obviously, you know, he's a, he's a young version of the same thing. It was a really cool visual. And then you got Sting's obviously there. That's, that's even crazier, but that was very cool. Uh,
1: anything else from last night and, and All Out that you would like to hit?
2: I mean, Matt Hardy's Fiend didn't play.
1: <laughs>
2: Sorry to hear that. I am too. I'm not bummed out. Admit it. Admit out it, admit it how much.
1: How disappointed were you that like, they just did that angle. I thought that was anyway, they did it because they just, they needed the buy-in thing. Right. But when we, when we did the Patreon show, we were like, they can do Jack Evans, orange Cassidy. Like they got to have something on top of this. And the something was just, Oh, HFO attack. We get a save. We set up a 10 man for the buy-in as a last minute because a match got replaced and we had to move a match up and we needed an extra match. For this, right. Like how bummed were you that that was what it all led to?
2: I'm really trying to, um, I'm being careful with this bit, not for the obvious reason, but because I think there's a chance that Bud doesn't show up in like an actual promotion for a while and he just pops himself on indies, in which case <laughs> this bit really will come off the rails. Um, I don't know. I, you know, I just kind of, I didn't expect it. I mean, I definitely did, but <laughs> I will say that them booking a match purely to do a picture-in-picture finish is tremendous. TK almost as funny as Billy Gunn turning on Paul White. Uh, oh yeah,
1: that was good.
2: I you know mean, it was needed, something.
1: They needed some extra heat for that tall, ball QT Marshall. match.
2: <laughs> Listen here, okay? When you know when um, crazy shit happens at wrestling and they shoot one fan's face, like when CM Punk had the great, the, you know, the great reaction, the guy crying. Yeah when mont henry comes out to sitepaul they better you better react big enough that they shoot you pal. i'm telling you i want to see your face crying with that's, Henry. that's all right
1: that's what i'm going to go for on sunday since i don't care about any of these matches except for one i'm just kind of i'm just going to do like the top you know over the top reactions and hope to get on television
2: yes. that way yeah what what kind of dog would do that right i mean look bless yeah. the guy that cried he didn't do it but. I mean, some of the characters there last night have been doing it for years. Anyway, enough <laughs> Um Penelope Ford and Ty Conti, I thought, was very good. And I was really happy for those two. But let's be honest, when they went out there, Ty always gets a good reaction still, just like her. But they were kind of, once the bell rang, they kind of settled. And the start of the match was a little rough and shaky. And the people weren't really with it. And then by the end, they'd really kind of convinced the people, right? There was some, this is awesome chance for a moment there. They were trying for Ty. And I think it was in picture and picture they were doing that. So you guys wouldn't see it, but... That was nice. And then you got Anna Jay and someone else in the chat about the Battle Royal. But before even that, like that match felt like kind of, and it's not big progress. I'm not celebrating it or throwing a pie. That felt like a positive step for the division in that, they, like, it was, even in the most simple story, it was a story that carried across all three of the A show. Like last Wednesday, Friday, this Wednesday. You know, like, yeah. It was a star versus star matchup to some extent with Canada in tight. It wasn't one of those ones where you were just like, you know. They've just slotted Penelope in to lose. They both felt important. I think Penelope needs to win more on the A-shows. She loses a lot on those. But I liked the match. It was good. It was. Uh, Chris Alvarez says,
1: couldn't send a clip because I was setting an in-person college uh, settling into in-person college. Sorry, I um, wasn't able to get time. But happy birthday! Happy the God, I cannot speak today. Happy early birthday, Joseph. Love this community. Thank you, Chris. I uh, appreciate it, buddy. Uh, Chris had another comment that I wanted to. He said it in uh, the chat, now I can't find it. Uh, oh, he wanted me to start the Tall Paul chant. Um, at all, I'll try. I'll I'll, I'll try.
2: <laughs> tall Paul is legit. QT has like 18 people in his corner. Yeah. How great was it when Paul just, like, chopped Aaron Solo? Like, he did a dive <laughs> on the ropes. Paul literally grabbed the top ropes <laughs> to hold up. The... <laughs> so, uh, was so who's who's winning the, the Casino Battle Royale? Chelsea Green. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> um, interesting match. Very interesting match in terms of the result. Because people people are going to say Ruby. Right, go ahead. Yeah. People are
1: going to say Ruby. I kind of... Because it's just going to be like a dynamite match, I think yes. it might be like Anna or, or Tay.
2: See, here's the thing. I would be very tempted to do, I wouldn't, maybe not Chelsea, because she's been seen an awful lot on every other wrestling promotion. But like, I would be tempted to not do Ruby. And I know why yeah. people would get mad, but like, I don't really want to win it for the reason you just said. But then, like, I definitely don't want it to just be in it and just get thrown out, like, and, you know? So. Yeah. It's the one thing because I think she's a star, man. I'd rather bring Ruby in an angle. Well, um, you, can, you
1: can get like some good heel heat on somebody who tosses Ruby. Like who's a good first opponent for, for like Ruby? Like if Nyla Rose tosses her, like that's a that's an easy program to
2: work right there. Nyla and Ruby. It's true. Um, the thing with Brit is it feels like it's time to just book Brit as a baby face. Yeah. Dude, maybe you just have Jamie win the thing and just turn Brit baby. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> like I, I get it. so I get it's wrong and it's not the right way to tell the story, but like, let's be real, what's the point of Dan Brit as a heel? Like I get she's great here, but just let her be the same character in Booker Against Heels. They did it with Nyla, yeah. they can do it again. Like and then who who would that be? I guess. I would really like to see them roll the dice on Diamante. I don't know if they're yeah. gonna. I really like what I've seen of her on the C shows recently, and I think she's come a long way. Since she was, you know, first in AEW, I don't know if she's the right spot for here. Like, who's, let's actually pull up. I'm going to pull up the. Uh, I got it. Good for Bib. You got it. Okay. Yeah. Who are the heels in that match? You know, uh, who, who Nyla, Nyla, Penelope,
1: Bunny. You said within reason, Hater, and. Okay. That's that's about it as far as heels. Like, I don't think Abaddon's winning. Some of them, I'm not sure if they're babyface or heel. Kylan King?
2: Like, I not sure. Yeah, she's not really here. Yeah. Um I would be very tempted to do the m one ideal for a TV yeah. match.
3: Yeah.
2: I would be very tempted. I think her character is shades of grey enough, as the kids say now. Apparently that's the end thing you should ask Bob about sometime. Um that well, you know, can so do the know, we no
1: longer live. I don't, yeah,
2: <laughs> like legit Layla, like he, a character that's kind of. I don't really like Layla because I think Layla's just such a great baby face. But like, basically, what I'm saying is, don't pick a pure baby face because I kind of think they could get booed. Yeah. So as much as I like Ty Conti her coming out with a big grin and smiling and then like being really happy to people just being like DMD, you suck, would not be ideal. And I don't know if they'd do that. I actually don't think they would. But like, that would be my one concern. Um, I would rather go with someone who's a little bit easier to adjust. Now, like Jade came out in the chat. I don't know if they're ready to do that with Jade. She's kind of in an awkward like they're stalling, but they don't want to take her off TV deal. So I, mean, I don't. Know.
1: I don't think she's even in the match.
2: She is. Is she? Yeah, she's definitely in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Smart Mark announced her on one of the C shows, I think. Oh, all right. Because they did that segment last last night, right? The, the, you remember the one with, uh, with Nyla where they beat up Thunder Rosa? Right. Right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, um, tax says, does Thunder Rosa take the, the belt off of Brit? And it's like, I actually like this one, the N in the H he says about, they've already done swole. I actually think that's more the reason to do it. She beat her in that very weird dentist thing. They did. Yeah. Which we won't talk about. Um, but she did beat her, and there's a conflict there. It isn't what I just described a minute ago, but at least you could circle back to it. I actually like that. And Swole's been on the bench for a long time, and I think a lot of that is circumstantial. Her last few performances on those those YouTube shows, I think, have been really encouraging. Um, her and Julia Hart had a really nice tag this week with, with Nyla and, um, and Diamante. So I would like to see her slide back in. That's actually what I would go with. The N in the H with a correct call. I think that would be a good call. Big Swole. Been about a year since her and Britt did stuff. I think that can work, Jeremy. There you go. There
1: you go. Evan Wright says, "Are we saving Anna Jay's return for Bob's segment? Bob's not on the show today,
2: All right? If you're looking He's for a sorry new- piece of shit, <laughs> factual. <laughs> I mean, she dude. How happy for Bob? Like, he did this big tweet, and he bless his heart, man. He's so happy that people enjoy his presence on this show. And like, if you if you follow us on Twitter, I want you to go to Twitter now." And I do this on Patreon a lot in a negative way. But I'm gonna do it positive here. <laughs> and he may even be in the chat. He
1: you want wants to go earlier. on Twitter.
2: Yeah, and I want you to at Robert O'Neill 31 Right, 31?
1: Yes, I'll do this with everybody. Everyone yeah. go go yeah. on Twitter. All right, what 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 message are
2: we sending him, Joseph? I think you just say, hey bootlicker, you fucking rule. <laughs> hey bootlicker, comma, you fucking rule. That's the tweet. All right, everybody.
1: At Robert yeah. 31 Hey bootlicker, yeah. comma. You fucking
2: roll. Period or no period? I mean, I mean, I think we do period, yeah. Yeah, okay. let's do that. Right. And, you know, we can't be too – we need to put the bootlicker in there to keep him grounded. But I do think it's important, Bob. Bob's really only recently discovered that we like him. We in the audience, that is, as a collective. We. It's so cool to watch Bob's confidence surge as a member of this, this dumb program. You know, people are actually going to miss him today, Jeremy. You realize that, right? Bless um, his heart.
1: They should miss him. We got agreed. Bob
2: over so much. It's Good kind of stuff. crazy. Like, we really deserve...
1: This is why we hang banners. Ah,
2: ah the pal Ryan's trying to pop me here. See, he's <clears throat> called for the Joker.
1: Um, who, 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 where am I looking at here?
2: He's the pal oh. Ryan pig. Oh, the van. The, the van. van, baby. Did you see <laughs> yeah, the vignette?
4: I do. I wrote about the
2: vignette. I wrote an article really? just on that vignette. I'm telling you, I, I'm not even doing a bit you when I say... You know that's There's, from, right? Like, yeah, but I, know, what I mean yeah. is just generally like people think I'm doing a full-on beer but like I actually think there's something to there's something to her personality like yeah. she's interesting. I, like I would the, pop huge if she was the joke
1: <laughs> I like the legally blonde uh, tribute yeah. she paid with that vignette We have a running joke and it's really just me but anytime like there's a because nobody else gets it in our chat and our Skype chat anytime there's like a Vanessa Bourne article to write and look there ain't that many but anytime there is. I was like, getting the van, whatever. And every single time, Sean is like, what the fuck are you talking? The van? What is
2: this? I'm like, Vanessa Bourne, Sean. Come on. It's mad at me every single time. She does strike me as someone. Oh my God, how many people tweeted Bob is amazing. Um, <laughs> She does strike me as someone that I could see landing in an impact and really surprising people with her personality. Yeah. I, you know, and I, again, partly a joke, and it'll be very funny when she lands somewhere because my timeline will be very funny. But, like, that vignette kind of proved what I was getting at. It's like, when she would do promos and stuff, there was something to it. She would actually be a fun joker purely because, and I think it was the pal Hester mentioned in the chat. I mean, the last joke was Leo Rush, and love Leo Rush. He's tremendous. Nothing but, like, he obviously wasn't coming to be a top-going AEW, right? He was a right. case of someone they featured, and he got eliminated. Um, unfortunately, the follow-up was, was it affected, which sucks. But that does kind of tell you, like, these jokers could be more – oh, that's cool, rather than, oh, my God, the whole game just changed. You know, and I don't know if Vanessa fits that bill for everyone, but I wouldn't be surprised if Ruby is saved for an angle, is what I guess my point is. But I do agree with you also, you could set up a feud. So we shall see.
1: I'm counting how many people have messaged <laughs> Robert.
2: <laughs> oh, bless him. I'm glad I put the bootlicker in there. It's just a slight, just a swift insult before we get to the nice stuff. My
1: god, tremendous. Thank you guys for doing that. Hell appreciate that. Maybe, hopefully. Um, anything else from, from the AE dub?
2: It must be something else, right? Usually we do longer than this. I don't I mean, know. It was good, man. I like the show. It was like yeah, I'm excited for that one match. Did you like the closing angle of Dynamite?
1: I liked uh afterwards where Tony Khan is freaking out the, you know it didn't make air, but the the in the in uh in arena. People took a took a video of it and him freaking out, being very angry. And he said, "There will be no outside interference in this cage match on Sunday." Which, good job, Tony. That's the point of the cage. I like that. Yes, it was. It was a good closing angle. It got some good heat uh, on the young bucks, and I thought I thought it was well done. I, I enjoyed it.
2: It was. I liked the angle a lot. It was just a shame that as great as AEW crowds are, they aren't like. The crowd only, yeah, this is the thing. Is like, and this is not me saying it used to be better, guys. The business has changed. Jeremy told me that many times, months ago. <laughs> it's fine. But there was a time where people would have been climbing the fucking cage to save <laughs> Christian yeah. and the guys. And that's what that angle is a tribute to. You know, just, that's that, what that angle is from. Crowds now just kind of sit there. And AEW crowds play along very well. And he is playing almost time. There's nothing wrong with that. That's where wrestling is. Again, I like it. Fine. But... It did feel like a segment would have come off so much better if people were going berserk and screaming and shouting. And instead, they just kind of sat there and was like, oh, is it going to be a save? You know, and it was – they popped for Marco climbing up, which was a nice deal, but it was – I think it was a, the right idea, and I liked the segment as establishing the cage. The execution was probably a 7 rather than a 10, if that makes any sense. It could. Have, I mean, it could have done it better, but
1: it was good. I liked it. I didn't think the crowd was, like, great last night.
2: I, I mic- Dude, I think they're micing these crowds badly.
1: And that's very possible. I remember when I was there for uh, for Full Gear and everyone, the television people watching at home were like, oh man, you can't hear anything. Like the crowd just sounds like they're dead and you're there live. And it's like, we're going crazy for everything. Uh, yeah. If that's the case, then they got to get, they got to figure that out. And, you know, they're back on the road. It's been a while since i have really mic'd crowds, but they've, that's been an issue for them in the past. And it's something they definitely got to figure out because you can't have what sounds like a dead crowd on Sunday.
2: Yeah. I was going to say, it's not, you know, it's certainly interesting. They're at that venue twice more. Um, yeah. I agree with, with Will there, the power, my God, Will's watching the show interesting choice of time there. Will, you know, <laughs> I mean, I think mean, he's also right in saying the masks are a thing. I, I do think that's an actual thing, but that's fair. That's definitely fair. Cause there's been some times on the road where they've sounded like electric. Like, I remember Austin, especially, yeah. Forever, whenever when I Austin, that place was well. Those brilliant. were yeah. That that
1: first month of shows, I think the crowds are going crazy the whole time. And maybe maybe I I didn't take the mask into account because yeah, you know, it's not something I'm I'm used to honestly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that would muffle the noise a little bit, so that doesn't make sense. Yes. Did you enjoy PNP and FTR? It was good. It was a very yeah. good tag team match, and you know the the right guys won, and we both think they're they're setting up for the Author Ash match, right?
2: I think so, though. Again, they have kind of convinced me that Lucha Bros have got a real shot there, which is good. I'm, I'm excited. But even
1: that. even if Lucha Bros win, like they can still do that match at Arthur Ashe. You just don't think, yeah, the title change might be a little less likely because they're not. They're usually not too keen on quick title changes. The thing is,
2: is I think Kenny's dropping it at full Gear. Right. So it would make more sense for the Bucks to lose it. Like what would that be like six weeks before full gear? And then you kinda of do the thing where it's like Kenny's holding on for dear life. You know, I think the whole pay-per-view cycle I think would be a little long in between time. But yeah, I, I, I still think young Bucks keep the belts and drop them to ten, 10 and Ortiz. But anyway, I know that you're you're getting on edge here because you have something to do. I don't know what, but here we go. I don't know something
1: to do. We gotta talk about NXT changes. I put that in the headline. I don't want to disappoint
2: people. I thought we had, like, a time cue to hit with this 4 p.m. thing.
1: No, it's it's fine. We we delayed the show anyway. Oh, okay. I'm about to do a 15-minute video package for you, Joseph.
2: So. You do have to understand, though, that I don't know what this is, so I don't know, like, how time-reliant it is. I don't know if there's, like, a bomb that's about to go off nearby. I mean, I don't know what you've got planned. So I just was just trying to set you up for it. But NXT <laughs> changes. You know what my take on that is, Jeremy? Sorry to hear that. Good take. <laughs> I think it's good.
1: I like the logo. What do you think of the
2: logo, Joseph? Tremendous rib. (laughs) Everyone's critique being that it shows dark and then just going, fucking make it rainbow.
1: Yeah, good.
2: God bless, Um, man. You can can only enjoy
1: it. Joel Pearl says Dynamite did over a million and then a
2: 0.38 in the uh, demographic. Seems good. I've seen seen it a million times. Everyone's waiting for like sudden shifts and it's just like,
1: it's just not going to happen.
2: Yeah, they're doing good. Like, hovering around that million. TNT is really happy with it. Yeah. Critically, happen- the show is a hit. Like, this is, you know, <laughs> like, commercial stuff is interesting. And if you're really into it, that's awesome. You can watch wrestling however you want to. But I do think people are waiting for this, like, seismic, like, NWO just debuted shift. And it's like, I don't know, man. I Not it work.
1: Factual. <laughs> All right. Nothing on NXT. You're getting- can I get more color on that?
2: as a a layered layered good stuff uh, um (laughs) look I've given a serious take for I think that I think that Triple H did a lot right I think he definitely could have built more homegrown stars and more guys that would have suited Vince but if we're being really honest he handed a lot of ready-made money acts he certainly didn't make Shinsuke Bobby Roode or Andrade by any means but by the time they went up they could have been players there they, they wasn't, and you know, we all know that that dude that, that's to blame for that isn't going to blame himself, and he's surrounded by dudes that ain't going to blame him. So, unfortunately, Hunter has to get stuffed in a locker. Um, I'm not going to cry for him. It seems pretty funny. I mean, I've cried enough today. I don't even cry about Hunter, but it's pretty funny if you ask me. I'm not. You know, I, I didn't. Here's the thing. I feel bad for the love the product still because it's probably going to change dramatically. Everyone that watches the show knows I don't care. <laughs> no, it's, it's what it is. All right, everyone.
1: Joseph, your birthday is on Sunday, right?
2: Yes, we've convinced everyone it's actually today. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Sorry to hear that.
1: (laughs) Uh, I asked people to send birthday messages. I didn't know how many I was going to get. I didn't realize it was going to turn into a 15-minute video package that was originally scheduled to open the show. But I'm going to air this video, and then maybe we'll make Joseph cry again. Gotta set it up. It takes a second. It's a it's a 15 minute thing. It's it's very long. Yeah. All right. It's fair. Yeah. All right. Here we go.
3: Oh good. Uh, I don't want you to leave the camera running because I'm afraid that asshole Sean Ross Sap's gonna hear what I really think of him. You know, he only wants me around now when he's not even there. So fuck him. What's next for today? Oh, is he on that fuck around show? Which one is he? the brit fuck the british all right turn on the charm hawkins all right three two one happy birthday joe holbert make it a good one not really fuck the british can't stand them
4: hello uh chris from musical moods here uh wanting to wish joe a very happy birthday uh i was gonna get joe a cameo and uh, my my first thought was 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 Matt Hardy. Uh, I was gonna get him a Matt Hardy cameo. Matt Hardy is is very responsive. It says uh, he he responds in 24 hours. So I'm like that that's ideal. I'll get it and send it off, and it'll make it in time for the show. Well, he, he's big money, Matt, for a reason, and I I I couldn't I couldn't shout out that kind of dough. So I went scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Buddy Murphy is on cameo. Good old Bud Matt. I was gonna, I was gonna do that, but, but he seems to be a little bit slower. I was a little worried that it wouldn't get here in time, so instead, I printed out this picture of, uh, of good old Bud Mat, uh, and I made him say uh, "Happy Birthday" there uh, to Joe. But in all seriousness, uh, Joe uh, has been. Uh, so good to me uh as i uh continue to make my way in this as a uh i classify it as a as a, I i i'm D-list as being kind but anyways um he's helped me a lot uh with my podcast been on a, f- a few times and just is always very encouraging to me and a super great dude uh so happy birthday joe uh i can't wait for the day when you are uh knighted uh for your contributions to uh the pro wrestling talking head industry so cheers joe so i was gonna come on here today and try to be funny do a bit stay on brand for what the distraction is but honestly i just want to come on and say happy birthday joseph i really mean it you're a great guy i really appreciate when you have me on your shows i love that you're such a big fan of wrestling and i really enjoy hearing your perspective on wrestling like All jokes aside, not trying to be funny, like dead serious. I really, really enjoy the stuff that you do. I think you do great work. I think your writing is really good. And I like your perspective on your podcast. I really do. So happy birthday, Joseph. I really hope you have a great day. Hope you get to watch some good wrestling this weekend. We got all out. We got GCW, a lot of good stuff to watch. And I'm looking forward to hearing your opinions on these shows afterwards. So have a great week. Have a great weekend. Hope you have a very happy birthday and i'll talk to you soon man thanks for being a friend and uh, have a good one
0: yo i want to wish a very 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 uh special happy birthday to my good man joseph james jerome Holbert, <laughs> the man himself the feature slayer the feature king uh happy birthday to you good man i hope you have a blessed one today uh you know me and you go back since i don't even know how long been at least several years now uh maybe four or three Uh, I appreciate you. Thank you for all your support. You've always been good to me. Always been a good friend. Um, It's always been cool to see you. You know, sort of find your spot in in wrestling media. I know you had some points where it seemed like you had, like you thought about, you know, stepping away completely. But I'm glad you didn't. A lot of us glad you are. You are still, you know, in this space because you contribute a lot. So yeah, man, Joe. I appreciate you, bro. Thanks for all your support again. um, And you know, Happy Birthday. I hope you enjoy your day. I know it's the fifth, and I think you're gonna see this message before then. But still. Uh, Happy birthday, man. And I appreciate you and, you know, keep doing your thing, bro. So much love to you and yours. Joseph, happy birthday. I hope you have a
3: great-
2: Joseph, it's your special day. So as the Distraction's favorite band, I thought I'd give you a special live
4: performance. This song's called Joe Hulbert. (laughs)
3: Today really means a lot to me, it's the birthday of the chubby cheek,
0: Joe Holbert,
3: Hey. hey, birthday, hey.
1: Have a good one, pal. Joe, I just realized that uh, recording this video, I think, is the first time I've recorded anything with you. And it's not like a media call or (laughs) me cutting a promo or anything in gimmick. And that's beautiful because your ability to get on board with absolute silliness makes the distraction a better place. It makes Fightful a better place, in this industry a better place, this business a better place, dare I say, this great sport. So. Thank you so much for being so wonderful and warm and kind and inviting me on for all sorts of silliness and fun. And I know that uh, in the past, I've been pretty hard on you and Jeremy and that's it. Happy birthday. Aye,
3: aye, aye. I'm gonna let you finish with the rest of these video messages. But I just wanted to say that Joe Holbert had the greatest comp- NXT conference call. Joseph! <laughs> happy <laughs> birthday, pal. Hope you have a great one. So Joseph Holbert's
0: birthday is coming up. Sorry, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Nah, you, you're all
1: Joseph. I wish you a very happy birthday, because you've been doing a lot, a lot of great work anywhere. You you and Jeremy are doing a at- fantastic job with the distraction and you're truly
0: one one of the nicest guys in this business and also you're one of the funniest so i wish so i wish you all the kind kind regards and i hope you have a wonderful birthday
1: now jeremy can you please enter the whole matt hardy spinning wheel
2: thing i would appreciate that
4: bye bye birthday pal
3: Hey Joe, it's Lindsay, I am not great at this whole talking thing, but I really wanted to tell you happy birthday, and I hope you have a great day, and yeah, happy birthday. What's up, Joseph? Just wanted to take a minute, say, I hope you enjoy the bean cake, you know, whatever it is y'all do over there. You know, have a great birthday, man. We love you, appreciate you, have a good one.
0: The former head of the table here to wish Joseph Holbert a very happy birthday. (laughs) And in the words of the unwise bootlicker, Bob (laughs) O'Neill, sorry to hear that. No, I'm
2: actually very glad to hear that
4: because Joe, you've been such a inspirational and truly inspiring, just wonderful person in the past year that I've known you. One of the very few that makes Twitter tolerable. And I'm so happy I can call
0: you a pal. We're winning. All hail, brother. Happy birthday. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't think it's fair to call Joe and Jeremy frauds. Okay, so the black guy wasn't mess for everyone, okay? I was stuck in the elevator for two hours and I had to go the whole time, but I don't blame them for that because I turned into a dog once and they helped me. Joe's birthday? Happy birthday, Joe. Um, One of the best dudes on Twitter, one of the best featured writers out there, even though I know you say you're retired, but appreciate everything you do and uh, look forward forward to more of this matchup.
3: It's your birthday, Joe. I didn't know they celebrated those in England. What the fuck, man? (laughs) Happy birthday. (laughs) Oh, yeah,
1: Joseph, it's your birthday, brother, and I just want to wish you a happy birthday. You don't know who the hell I am, brother, but I know you and you, the content you create, you and Jeremy are just two good brothers, and from one good brother to another good brother, I wanted to wish you a damn good birthday, brother. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you get all the Bud Murph, Bud Matt in that you need. I hope the distraction provides you the fun you need. Cause it provides for us all the time brother. Shout out to you and Jeremy for what you do. Hope you have a great birthday too sweet dude.
3: What am I doing? Okay. Hey Joe, I wish you nothing but the best in your future endeavors. <coughs> birthday. Hey Joe, happy birthday. What's
0: up? What's up guys? Just wanted to wish
4: Joe Holbert, the chubby chief, the Terry Funk of Fightful, a happy birthday.
2: Hold on, Distraction Universe. This is a special message. For Joe Holbert.
0: A happy birthday to you, my friend. Thank you for everything that you do.
3: You're a hard worker. Much love from JJ, head of PR, audit distraction.
4: Joe, happy birthday. I'm sending you a dimly lit uh, vertical video just to show everybody how important you are. It's also mirrored, as you can see. So the production values that I put into this, I spared no expense, which... You know, seems to be the case when it comes to uh, the distraction, just blowing our budget. And today is no exception. Uh, you're incredibly talented. I am so happy that you and Jeremy have this show, even though uh, there are times where I am not so happy that you and Jeremy have this show. But uh, you guys have made it a, inarguably a success, and I'm not
0: surprised at all. Happy birthday, my friend. Uh, lucky to know you. I remember about 20 years ago now, when I was at college, there was this there was this white guy, quite handsome, you know, clean shaven, in shape. You could tell he walked with it like an air of reverence about him. And um, I hadn't spoken to him, but he had a friend called Joe. And eventually, when I started talking to Joe, he said, you know, he was thinking about doing writing, wasn't sure if he wanted to do it, and I really pushed him to go for it, you know. So why not? And, um, yeah, you're welcome for your career. Uh, I want 30% of the distractions, Patreon money. So I'm sure Jeremy will sort that out for me. Uh, happy birthday from me and the demon Slay king, whatever his name is. A Welsh happy birthday for you, Joe.
2: Pembloy's happiest CT. And I know you always say, leave the memories alone. But I don't want you to leave these memories alone.
4: (laughs) Happy birthday, Joseph. I hope it's filled with grins. I hope you pop yourself all day, all night. And I hope that it's just the most awesome day you can have. And if it isn't, there's always tomorrow. I mean, I guess it wouldn't be your birthday at that point. You get what I'm saying, right? Like, happy birthday. But, like, have a lot of fun with it. But if you don't, there's. T- but then it's not your birthday. We're going in a circle here. So you know what? Happy birthday, pal.
3: Happy birthday. <laughs> I got the streamers too. Hey, Joseph. I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday and thank you for the countless hours that you pour into this community. And I've also got a buddy who has a message for you. He said he'll see you <laughs> in Chicago.
4: Joseph. Happy birthday, buddy. I've taken time out as I'm trying to learn how to do this dad thing to wish you a happy birthday, my friend. Um, You're one of my best friends on this earth, and I love you dearly. And I really, really miss watching wrestling and bullshitting with you guys. And uh, sooner or later, I'll be back at it. But until then, I want you to enjoy your day and just know that I love you, buddy, and I'll be seeing you soon.
3: Hey Joe, it's your uh, wrestling brother Matt uh, LK 3185. I'm just here to wish you a happy birthday. Uh, you know I, I know that that this wrestling game is kind of messed up sometimes, but if it wasn't for people like you, you know being so positive at times and passionate in like ways that I can't put into words, you know like I can't I can't write like you. I can't like spit that game on, on the podcast like you and all that knowledge that comes out of your head is wiser than your years, you know? So I just, you know, if it wasn't for people like you, I probably still wouldn't be in this game. So, uh, you know, cheers off to you, man. Uh, unfortunately the only thing that we disagree with is basketball, but, uh, (laughs) that, that's something I can get over wrestling buddies for life. Love you.
4: Joseph. Happy birthday, brother, you Drew McIntyre-hating bastard. Hope you have a wonderful day, man. You are one of my favourite people to see on the timeline. Every day seems bad. Bud Murph is good. Samoa Joe is good. Fuck Drew and Alex. All of that good stuff. It's my favourite, brother. Um, You're one of my favourite guys out there doing features. And I rue the day Fightful snagged your UK art away from myself. But... Man, I'm so delighted to see everything that you're doing with the distraction and beyond. All the love, man. Happy birthday. Muah! Big McIntyre guess for you.
0: Happy <laughs> birthday, Joseph. I'm sorry for giving Jeremy the chocolate syrup and the fiend costume and the stepladder and basically doing everything to make the show great. I hope you have a great day.
4: Hey, Joseph. Uh actual journalist John Alba here. Uh, me and my beloved Erica were on our evening stroll and uh it just struck me that it's your birthday. So, uh I was going
2: to wish you happy birthday, but instead, uh I'll resort to no comment. <laughs> wow, man, that was something else. <laughs>
0: wow.
1: That
2: it's was a incredible, birthday, buddy. I mean, I, I hope that all those people know it's not my birthday yet. That's <laughs> all, that seems like the rip within this bit. Um, I have to say that everyone was great. I really do appreciate it. But I will never forget the look of horror in, in young Andrew Thompson's face as he hit the <laughs> and realised what he had, to, he had to do. That will stick with me forever. But no, it was, that, was, that was way too kind. Um, I hope you're ready for what my version of that will be when it's your birthday because it's going to be very different. Um yeah, I hope so. Slightly concerned about the, the the range of Bud Matt references. Um, often question how I've branded myself around here, but, you know, we, we live and learn. <laughs> <laughs> Distance from the fiendish shtick. Now now we're the Bud Matt guy. Interesting choice. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, that was something, man. I appreciate everyone that sent it me, and that was very cool. I liked it. Well, I mean, obviously, because we were very nice, but, you know. <laughs> I didn't know how it was going to come across as, like, audio, video. right. It was not particularly awkward for me, which probably tells you how big my ego is. I was just like, yes, all these things are true. I appreciate them. That was was wonderful. Thank you, Jeremy. (sighs) Joseph,
1: I promised that was not
2: the the biggest pop in distraction history. That
1: That was the cold open, Joseph. I promised you a gift, right? I said I had something grand. I said I had something spectacular for you. I said I sent you something. I lied. I didn't send you anything. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, I do have, I do have a gift for you, Joseph. You noticed that I was not part of that video. I didn't actually make you a video. I'm on the show right now. I'll just message you on like Sunday. I'll wish you a happy birthday or something. I know when your actual birthday is. Okay. (laughs) I spent a lot of money on this gift, Joseph. Oh, (laughs) I spent about $600 on this gift. Joseph. I think it's good though. I promise you. It's very good. I promise you it's very good. I promise, Joseph. It costs me a lot. I I hope you spend I hope you spend as much money as I spent for for you. I hope you spend that on my birthday. Okay? Just just please. That's all I'm asking.
2: Joseph,
3: what up man? Happy birthday. Uh fuck the 76ers. Fuck them I'm a fan, so. But
2: happy birthday, dog. And
4: uh I'm, happy birthday. Yeah, big G. All I'm saying is, man, I like Wolverhampton. Hampton. You know what I mean? I know it's dead, but it's my shit. Happy birthday again, dog. Hi face.
2: Happy birthday, buddy. Wow, wow, what a showing this has been from you, Jeremy. This is unlike any show we've ever done before, right? Fair to say. Yeah. Started with three minutes of crying on my part. Transitioned to some really half-hired professional wrestling talk. I sat and got put over for like 40 minutes, very awkward, didn't know what to do myself, but popped myself along the way. And then there's Ed Kingston shows up at the end there. Man, I don't know. That was that was special. That was tremendous. Wow. I don't know how I follow this, Jeremy. I'm going to say, I must say, but there you go. I don't know what to say either, Joseph. I don't know either. The Wolverhampton spot was not one that I expected to come up in my birthday show. Oh, man. You know what this sets up, right? I've been talking I'm all afraid. this whole show about what the running is on Sunday, and got everyone expecting Lana. I'm going to come in there, right, in the in the TNT title match, I'm coming and <laughs> <in> shoot an angle. <laughs> oh man, that was wonderful. You really, you really swung for the fence on this, Jeremy. I have to say, I respect it. it was, I really do appreciate it. It was tremendous. I, it cost me six hundred dollars
1: to get uh, Eddie Kingston to do that for you.
2: <laughs> Sorry to hear that.
3: <laughs>
1: Oh my God, pal. Uh, Joseph, genuinely, happy birthday, buddy. Uh, even though it's not until Sunday. You 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 know how much you mean to me and, and this show. So I'm not gonna say it. Enough people put you over. Fuck you. Fuck That's the 76ers. Fair.
2: That's fair. We don't need any further here, right? we've gone far enough. <laughs> uh anything else, Joseph? Are we gonna be on Twitch? No. I, um, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> do you wanna do Twitch after that? I mean, what do we do here?
1: It's Luther was in the video. And shout out to Luther because look, I'm not approaching Eddie Kingston at a bar and being like, "Hey, can you film this for for my buddy?" But Luther will approach Eddie Kingston at the bar and be like, "Hey, can you film this for our buddy?" So Luther was the one who uh, helped me set that up, and he, he he jumped in there with his cameo. And here's a funny story: you notice he calls you Big Chief in there. He's like. I didn't want to call him Chubby. I felt bad if I called him Chubby
2: Chief. I said, he named himself Chubby Chief. It's fair. I mean, he's, he's just a thoughtful guy, right? You can't yeah. argue with that. When you went down that route of $600, I was so... <laughs> such anxiety struck me
1: dude i tried to throw you off of like i know, I'm gonna yeah. send you something i tried to throw you off of what it actually was
2: i really thought i was gonna be assaulted here in my in my studio <laughs> apartment i i, I truly <laughs> thought that there was some sort of planned attack <laughs> you know but we bless Lufa, man what a fitting way to, to kind of conclude things is an act from Luther, who was the first guy of any note. in fact, I forget no, the first guy that liked our show. <laughs> <laughs> and I agree with the slamming Sammy Joe says it. Big chief is the canon now. That's what I am. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Eddie Kingston has dubbed you the big chief. I'm, I cannot tell you like the amount of thoughts that went from my head. When you said I spent 600 bucks, <laughs> and I knew a video was coming <laughs> like truly terrible. Like the worst of faults hit my head. But that was I mean, it don't get any better than that, right? My God.
1: That's awesome. Joseph, hope you have a good birthday uh, on <laughs> Sunday. Guys, thanks everybody for joining us. Uh we might be on Twitch, we might not. Um t- check us out on Twitter uh, and we'll we'll let you know if we'll we'll be on the Twitch. Uh go to go to Patreon, patreon.com slash FIFA Select, but also patreon.com slash the distraction. You can support us. How much how many hours of audio are you doing this weekend, Joseph?
2: I mean, forget this week, man. I mean, last night we did five. So, you know, I was sorry to see that. Um, the Confirmed Shoot is addicted to podcasting. I've noticed. Doesn't let me sleep anymore. Um, you can sign up. One dollar tomorrow night. We're doing the Late Night Grim with myself, Confirmed Shoot, Bob O'Neill, and the Oracle of Wrestling. Um, I am not feeling too well. Shoot is ill, and so is the Oracle of Wrestling. So that should be a wonderful stream as Bob O'Neill, the only healthy member of the team, steps up to the plate um, as the lead scoring option. This, we really... <laughs> seriously trying to make that Patreon thing worth, you know, give everyone bang for their buck. Right. And it is literally a buck unless you want it to be more. We're never going to do tears or any of that stuff. We are really going for it. And, and you obviously pop on all the time, Jeremy, when, when you've got time, you come on and join us like last night you did. It's, it's a really nice community and it's the start of the month. So if you want to have a go at, you know, a dollar as you know, and again, you can do more. We don't expect you to. It's a dollar. That's, that's more than enough for us. We appreciate all the support, man. Like it's, um, I am ve- like, I need to make it clear. The start of this show was very clear. I mean, we needed to do that. It was very obvious. We just needed to do that, right? we That's what our show represents because, frankly, it's called a distraction for a reason. And it's been that for us two dipshits. But believe it or not, and we, our DMs say this, Jeremy, it's been that for a lot of people. And I think, you know, the mental health element of this show is it can't be dismissed or forgotten. So, I think it was important to say. I have no issue with the fact that I came on here and cried. I want everyone to go and cry when they need to cry. You know, I wasn't. Gonna, I wasn't going to do that deal of like biting down on my tongue and taking the camera off. Fuck that. This is this is human. You know, we talk about wrestling, but let's be honest. It, it's about it's about escapism, which is what wrestling is anyway, really. So, this was quite the roller coaster, Jeremy. I want to thank you for it. I want to thank you for the last twenty-one months now. You know, that and, math. since January
1: of last year
2: right and you know we we have so much planned and we have so many dumb shows ahead of us but i don't take for granted these these shows you know this is a, this is a fun time for us a lot of people out there want a platform and we're lucky enough to have one i think it's important we continue to share that platform best we can whether it's via retweets having people on the guests and there's so many talented people that don't have the opportunity to just talk and come on and cry and do whatever the fuck they want to do about the stuff that you're going through so we don't want to waste it um we wanna we wanna make this we wanna make wrestling better for the people to watch it, and the only way we can do that is entertain you guys, maybe give you some insight once every month, I don't know, uh, but mostly pop you. You know, I think it's hilarious that like when uh, Daniel Camella comes out, there'll be like twenty people that pop for for it because of us dipshits. It's like, just funny to me. Bud, Matt, same deal. Like that's why I roll his man. We're You know, one day, we'll look back at this golden era of wrestling, which is what we're entering. Folks, appreciate it. It's a golden era. They'll look back here, and they'll, for whatever reason, Jeremy, a few hundred people will remember it more fondly because of us too. And I'll remember it more fondly because of them, and that's a very nice sentiment. Before I start crying, we'll end the show there.
1: I can't say anything else, guys. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Talk to everyone on the Twitch, on the Patreon next week